was your summer, Ryan? Oh, Mike, my, my summer was was good. I uh, I got to you know travel around quite a bit, and uh, sort of the sort of the end of summer excursion that's the most memorable was I got to go to this um, place in the Pacific of Colombia where uh, they have these little baby turtles that get born all over. And uh, because of poachers and stuff, there are various nonprofits that sort of in the night go and dig up the turtle eggs and move them to where they can't be uh, stolen. And then they're born and you go release them. So I got to like uh, release all these like beautiful little baby turtles. And it was uh, it was pretty magical. Yeah. These these damn poachers, man. Did you see this documentary? um, What's it called? I think it's called Wildcat. Is it is it a? It doesn't sound like it's about turtles. No, it's it's about cats, as the, the name <laughs> might might suggest. But that that that's more the jungles of Peru. But it'll make you hate poachers. I want to I want to come out with a controversial stance in this podcast and, and an anti anti poacher. Yeah, yeah, I think we're firmly anti poaching. Are aren't you still in? Are you in Colombia now? I am. I'm in I'm in Bogota. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. Because that Beautiful, was beautiful, sunny after Bogota. Our... No, it's 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 never that sunny in Bogota because we're on the mountains really? here. But it's. Uh... I feel like every movie I've seen set in Bogota, which granted is not that many, uh, it's it's always looking pretty sunny in those in those films. So I'm <laughs> kind of surprised by that. That's just that that filter, that Latin American filter. They yeah, use. the the Steven yeah. Soderbergh yellow filter <laughs> exactly. for any yeah. anything south of like uh, yeah. like El Paso, Texas is. They should sell glasses that mimic that filter so that it doesn't shock Americans when they realize the color scheme <laughs> is the same here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait a well, minute, since, I was. <laughs> Cincinnati's very blue, and uh, the, like Ciudad Juarez is just yellow. And, <laughs> I'm thinking of traffic more than more than any other movie of his mike did you have any oh my summer yeah i mean you've got you've got some some news to share there's a you know you're a you're an uncle i'm an uncle to a human yeah yeah um yeah my sister uh gave birth really recently just uh about a week ago not even a week ago um so she has a new boy so welcome to this world julian I'm going to, I think I'm going to meet him this weekend when I'm down in Baltimore to watch, uh, I'm going to go see the Orioles first playoff game, uh, which is also very exciting because that (laughs) hasn't happened since 2016 and couldn't go see it, at least not in Baltimore. They they played one game in 2016 and lost, uh, and that was in Toronto. Um, And they haven't gone all the way since 83, right? Yeah, they haven't. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They haven't. They've they've neither made nor won the World Series since 1983. So um, I thought it would be nice to get my mom uh, tickets to the World Series, and you know me, I have no idea what anything cost, and so I go on to SeatGeek, and I didn't mm-hmm. realize the tickets were like three thousand dollars. So uh, mom's not going to get to go to the World Series. And they've released those already. They're already selling tickets for the World Series. Yeah, it's you. They're already. It's already. Yeah, the, apparently they sell like uh, my, my friend Aaron was saying he has like playoff tickets for Tampa Rays, even though they haven't made it yet, just in case. So I guess they sell the tickets, uh, you know, you know, just in case they win. And then they well, refund Tam- you I mean, if they don't. Tampa was it's at least been known for quite a while that they were in the playoffs. Um, but as as far as where the games would be taking place. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, the the. I didn't know they'd already released tickets for the World Series. Um, I guess you can well, it's buy all very, them. It's yeah. all very exciting. I can only imagine how many games Cal Ripken has played in a row. 
uh, <laughs> by I this assume, point. I, yeah, I assume it's basically <laughs> the same team I remember, right? From the 90s. Yeah, Brady Anderson, a, a few things have crutcher. changed, but <laughs> <laughs> Cal would be up to like 6,000 now or something. I can't I can't do the math that and He's quickly. dating Taylor Swift. I, I don't follow like the sporting news, but... <laughs> Yeah, someone's dating Taylor Swift who plays a sport. So, oh, sport, that's yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, actually, Cal's married to a judge in Maryland now. Um, who my my sister um, clerked for her court. I I'm gonna hear about this from Jesse if that's not the right term. But um, pretty cool. My sister uh, moving and shaking and having babies. And, wow. Yeah, Julian's godfather. Yeah, Uncle Cal. Yeah, could, could be. Yeah. God, that'd be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your lips to God's ears, Ryan. <laughs> My best friend, new friend, his name is Julian. We go to sleep early, early to rise, cause I can talk to him. And now we're back at Red Pen, a grammar podcast not a baltimore orioles podcast uh <laughs> nobody would have listened to that prior to this season so um <laughs> but uh it's it's great to be back uh with everybody it is yeah and that was it was kind of a long layoff there um to the point that i i feel like i'm uh, out of practice at doing this and i'm i'm stepping all over you when you're trying to talk ryan so apologies um yeah you're yeah. speaking to the other end of the microphone mike I just flip <laughs> it around well, that's good that'll work um so yeah happy to be back and uh i think we're on kind of like a schedule that, that loosely mirrors a school schedule which is nicely in keeping with the the kind of scholastic audio theme um that producer amanda has come up with yeah and this is going to be a season where folks are going to learn a lot we're not going to we're not going to cover the 30th anniversary of green day's dookie album just came out you know we're not going to talk a lot about the 90s uh you know <laughs> i don't know i can't not make any much. promises ryan not yeah. too much yeah. <laughs> now you got my wheels turning about that 30th anniversary of, of uh, spotify was only only happy to tell me that it, it came out and i was like 30 how's that possible but, i know uh, it really doesn't it, it's i know and then you start thinking about things like we're as far from that as that was from the beatles yeah and not a it's, lot has happened just, since then in music. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. I'm just old. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot has happened. So yeah, I think for the the first of these episodes, I I wanted to do a kind of series, what I would call mini epidemics of misuse that I saw over the summer, largely on places like Reddit. Speaking of the Orioles, I was following along pretty closely um, with uh, the the Orioles subreddit, so I was on there a, a lot. Sports guys. And, a lot of sports guys on Reddit. Yeah, there, there's lots of every kind of every kind of person <laughs> on Reddit. That's that's what it Nobody is. Nobody who man. played any sports, but but that's fair. yeah, that's yeah. probably true. Watchers. No, it's Watchers it's interesting. Sports. You actually see like a lot of um, there, there's like former professionals. I don't know how you know what level they got to, but a lot of um, a lot of ex minor leaguers and ex college players talking on there. So I think there there's All a right. bit of All right. yeah yeah yeah. Um, you know, you see patterns of misuse and some things that I think we could give quick examples of. And to that point, Ryan, you actually flagged something the other day. Uh, you shared a tweet with me and producer Amanda. 
Yeah, this is from friend of the pod, Benjamin Dreyer, um, who is a copy editor over at Random House. And mm. uh, he said, the noun is shut down, no space. The verb is shut down space. And this is, of course, uh, was, was in regards to the uh, looming government shutdown, which has been averted for, you know, 40 days or, or what have you. Um, but I sent this to you because I, I, I'd seen this, uh, people just kind of using this interchangeably. And th- I was glad that sort of he stepped in and said, no, it is, it is uh, the, the noun does not have the space and the verb has the space. And I wonder, is that always the rule? Yeah. Um, and I, I noticed this, not, not just with this example, but um, really similar examples all over the place where people are using the noun, the one word compound where the two word verb should go. Um, and yeah, I mean, there, there's, you can, you can rattle off tons of these off the top of your head, work out versus workout, set up versus set up, break away versus break away. Um, they're just everywhere. It's funny. It, it The problem is only, or the misuse is only happening in one direction where people are combining the two words that should be the verb into the noun form. So they're using the, the single word compound as the verb, which is wrong, um, as he points out in that tweet. And uh, Ryan, do you know him, by the way? Are you just from just from Twitter? Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. when you shared that tweet that that was the the Dryers English guy. Yeah, I, I saw that the New Yorker had written about it, and they they wrote a really nice piece uh, um, about his book. Yeah, and, it's, it it seems very well reviewed, and uh, it's it's blurbed by some some fun folks. You know, you, when you get like uh, Michael Chabon and mm-hmm. Lyle Lovett. To sort of come together and like a book, I feel like that's a really a heck was of a there, combo. A, there was a, a recommendation from uh, from Lyle. Oh yeah, Lyle's Lyle's into it. He says it's Amazing. essential for anybody who cares about language. You know, wow, he, Lyle's a good songwriter. Leave, leave, leave. Yeah, Lyle no, no, alone. no. I I, I agree. Yeah. I think a lot of country <laughs> lyrics are like I I, yeah. I don't think that's that strange to have someone like yeah. Him. He's got George Saunders and John Meacham. I mean, these are all people that I read. So so uh, I'm looking forward to reading this as well. Oh, I was going to say, did you read the New Yorker review of it from from 2019? No, 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 I didn't. Okay, I'll have to send it to you. Um, that review goes into depth on... So it, it, there's references to David Foster Wallace and Brian Garner and David Foster Wallace writing about Brian Garner. Oh, my gosh. In comparison to, to Dreyer's English. So this is so up my alley. Like I was, I was like doing a touchdown dance when I was reading this piece. So yeah, I'm going to have to get a copy um, and we're going to have to have him on, but yeah, that his, his point there is well taken. Um, And I do think this is one of these mini epidemics. I mean, I I see this like every single time I go on Reddit, Um, probably every time I'm on the Orioles subreddit specifically. Uh, And it it makes me want to tear my hair out. So, um, and I, somehow, Mike, somehow, Mike, you tie this epidemic and you put it at the feet of Kelly Clarkson. 
How's that? Well, how's yeah, that? when I when I was thinking of examples <laughs> of this, uh, one of the ones that I came up with, as, as I just said, was break away the verb, phrasal verb, two words versus break away, which is single word, no space. In this case, no hyphen. Some of these could have a hyphen for the, the, noun, the noun form, but this one doesn't. It's just single word, break away. And if you look at uh, Kelly Clarkson's song uh, of that title, she spells it. She does the single word version, breakaway. But then the lyrics and what she's talking about in there is clearly the, the verb, should be the verb form. Uh, it's about someone from a small town, you know, uh, making it out of the town and, and achieving her dreams, I guess, uh, and breaking away. Um, and so I think there, there's, it should have been pretty clearly the two word phrasal verb rather than the single word noun version. Actually, in looking this up, because um, I only vaguely remembered this song existing, uh, I don't listen to Miss Clarkson regularly. Um, I didn't realize that Avril Lavigne had co-written the song uh, and was originally, uh, I think she was going to uh, perform it herself originally and then ended up giving it away to Kelly Clarkson instead. And Avril Lavigne, I would think, being Canadian, would definitely know better because breakaway is as a, as a noun is such a hockey term. I mean, that's when you're behind the defense, one on one against the goalie. You're on a breakaway. A breakaway. So that's a, and that's a mistake you would never see someone like Law Lovett make because he's, uh, you know, he's read the book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not now after his reading. Not now. Before it is constantly. But maybe yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. But again, I think uh, I think Lyle's pretty well read, you know. So the form that these things all take is basically the same um, where the the if it's a phrasal verb, meaning those two words where you've got a space in the middle, the verb form work out um it's always a verb plus a preposition um so any example of this you can think of off the top of your head break down you've got break plus what's usually a preposition down um again like set up um or to set up that up is is on its own a preposition here it's part of what we call a phrasal verb uh and a good way for remembering this, um, it, so there's the, you've already teased out um, the, the, I think the, the easiest or the, the, the difference here is that one's a verb and one's a noun. So as a verb, these are always going to be opened up. Uh, so in, in other words, two words. As a noun, they're always going to be closed. Uh, whether all one word or with a hyphen in some cases. Um, and, and for things like breakaway, uh, that can sometimes be considered an adjective, I guess, like a breakaway republic. That would be one word for breakaway in, in that scenario. Um, 
I'm not sure if that's really an adjective or what you would call an attributive noun. But anyway, um, that's method one for determining whether you should break these into two words or keep them together. Is it a verb? Then it's open, two words. Is it a noun? Then it's kept together. But if you don't want to think in terms of verbs versus noun or parts of speech, some people don't, I think the maybe the even easier way of doing this is just use it in a sentence and listen to where the emphasis falls. If it's on the last syllable, it's going to be that open or verb form. So you can hear it in the difference between I want to work out today and I just had a great workout. The difference is work out. I mean, I, I think we, we all do this really naturally in speech, but then when it comes time to write it, we're not really thinking about emphasis so much and can get a little confused as to which form. But if you oh. say it aloud or, you know, in, in your head as, as, as you would, you can really hear that difference. So if that emphasis is on the second part, you know, work out, then it should be open, two words. Or workout, like a, I had a you know a vigorous workout, a great workout. Then that's on the first syllable. It's on that 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 first element, uh, and in that case, it's closed one word. So if you want to avoid thinking of these in terms of parts of speech and just go with with that sort of inner ear musicality, however you want to say it, that can be a nice guide as well. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I was trying to think of examples where that pattern wouldn't hold. And I couldn't think of any. I mean, I think for any example of this, that that holds true. So you have, you know, I set up the computer. I'm having versus I'm having a breakdown versus uh, if you break down that argument. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I mean, there are times where maybe it's not the heaviest emphasis in the world, but it, it should always yeah, now will be whenever I speak, I'm going to I'm going to just go totally all out yeah. workout. <laughs> right. I've never used that, obviously. But, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh. Set up, set up and set up is 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 definitely one that I've had that little angry uh, green underline because i've used it incorrectly uh, on google mm -hmm. docs and i'm like whoops i have to go back and change that yeah um, yeah um and i think that's a good example of where maybe the ear test wouldn't i i think the emphasis is still there that difference in emphasis that difference in stress but it might not be quite so heavy that you can use that as your guide like i like i i set up the computer versus that's a setup you know it's it's not I set up the computer. It's it's not there's not so heavy an emphasis one way or the other, uh, right? But I think it is still there if you really wanted to to get down into which part is receiving the heavier stress. Um, and going along with that, I think there's one other way, one other method you could use to to really make sure you're getting this right, and that would be that if you can break up those two elements and put some verbiage in in between then you know that you're using it as a verb and you know to leave it open leave that space in there so um to get back to to mr dreyer and the shutdown example 
Um, if you had a sentence like, well, you know, Mitch McConnell wants to shut down the government and you were confused as to whether that should be one word or two. Instead of saying shut down the government, you could say shut the government down. And because that still makes sense, Mitch McConnell wants to shut the government down. Then, you know, you're dealing with that verb form. It should be left open. It should be two words. Um, whereas if you were to say, you know, um, Kevin McCarthy wants to avoid a shutdown. You couldn't really, there, there's nothing you could wedge in there that would still result in a, a sentence that makes sense um, because shutdown in that case is a unit. A yeah, noun. a noun. You know it's yeah. a noun. You know it's an indivisible unit. Um, so that might be another. And I, I, just, I just want to flag to folks that, that, that uh, McConnell <laughs> Probably didn't want to shut the government down uh, more more than Matt Gates of the world. Good, good so point. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't a politics podcast, but just in case <laughs> folks. Can, yeah. When I, no, yeah. that's that's a good point. Yeah. Even when I was saying McCarthy, I was gonna. I I was leaning towards saying that yeah. he wanted to shut the government down, and I'm like, wait, I think he's trying right. to avoid it. It's like the Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world who are on the other yeah. side of the fence. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Exactly. There's sort of related problems that I've seen on Reddit that aren't, they're not quite the same, like compound noun versus verb <laughs> phrase. But one that I see on there all the time is, is people saying dumbass versus dumbass. Like the, the what they want to say is like, oh, my dumbass forgot to set an alarm. So I didn't wake up in time. Um, that should actually be two words. What they end up writing is my dumbass forgot to set an alarm today, and that, like to put it that way, it doesn't really make any sense. But you you'd actually be talking about another person that you're in possession of, like the, the like my little dumbass, like my my stupid child forgot to set an alarm today, and that's pretty clearly right. not what they mean. So um. my alarm gimp forgot to set the alarm. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he was he was knocked out in the back room by Bruce Willis. <laughs> Um, so we can get into that kind of thing yeah. on, on our, uh, I love the irony of people in, uh, calling <laughs> people getting dumbass wrong. On I know they're, they're, it's, uh, it is really great. Yeah. 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 Although they're usually talking about themselves. So it, it's, right. it's almost not ironic. It's almost like correct. It's, it's self-referential in just the right way. <laughs> like, oh, my dumbass is, a, you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, we can, well, I think any of our listeners who are going to be using dumbass in one of their articles now, <laughs> you know, they, they, they have a better understanding of the, <laughs> the correct way to use it. Well, <laughs> That's why they tune in. Mike. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These kind of helpful pointers. Yeah. Let's sort out exactly what kind of dumbass you're talking about. Yeah. What does a New York times style guide say about dumbass? <laughs> we probably had that in the village voice style guide. <laughs> of course, the village yeah, voice. Had I that. mean, there's a lot of these practical kind of considerations in the voice, the voice style guide kind of miss it for that reason. Uh, but we can get into more deeper in the weeds on dumbass, I guess, uh, in future episodes, um, as we continue to, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> obviously a lot more. Well, to you're going to be pleased then. Cause I've got a, a whole, a whole batch <laughs> of these episodes planned. Um, 
yeah, I think we can just work our way across the whole wide world of, uh, of um, online barbarisms uh, on future episode of, of Red Pen, future episodes, I should say. Um, so until then, uh, I'm Mike Laws. And I'm Ryan Davis. And this is Red Pen. A grammar podcast. Red Pen is brought to you by the Columbia Journalism Review and is Mike Laws my fabulous co-host and good buddy, Ryan J. Davis, and super producer, Amanda Derrick. So everybody, uh, listen and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and leave questions for Mike on Grammar uh, right on the Apple Podcast app, and we can uh, respond to those in a future episode. I go around with Mike. And just because I don't sleep at night, people think... I'm not right. I'm stupid. I've been stupid since the day I was born. Well, I'm a dumbass, baby. I'm stupid. Right!